Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What, what, what is happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. We both here host this podcast all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. We're registered nurses and I'm a personal trainer. Enough about us. Today we're talking to somebody that I met, man, a long time ago. That's been, let's see. Has it been a couple years? I should have come more prepared. I think it's been at least two years now. Yeah, he's shaking his head yes. Um, (laughs) So Jared Cook, we're having him on and I'm very excited about it. So first of all, say hey to everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. How you doing today? Um, so I was on a podcast before this podcast. I co-hosted it. Um, and I kept seeing this guy in the comments, Jared Cook. And, um, you know, I, I split off and started this podcast. And lo and behold, he followed me here. And I, I had the Matt Lane Fitness YouTube channel. And he's, he's been all in the comments there. He's just always been unbelievably supportive. You've always been in the lives and I just, I, I really appreciate it, but I will tell you this, this guy is not on because he's a subscriber. He's not on just cause he's a pretty face. <laughs> he's on because I think he, he has some good to give you. I think he has, um, pieces that are relatable. So before we dive all the way into it, Jenna, you got some stuff you need to say? Nope, I'm good. Come on, Jenna, do it. <laughs> I, uh, I'm good. Come on. If you would like to support us, you can do that on Patreon, and I think Matt will probably put a link in the description. I will do that. You're getting better. You're getting better. Yes, if you want to support us on Patreon, there's a link down below. Um, if not, no biggie. There's exclusive <laughs> content there for the podcast itself, the YouTube channel, all that yada yada. Before we dive all the way into the show, we always hit you with our gratitude point. Gratitude point. This gratitude point is something that could be small, could be large. The whole point of it is to shift your perspective. When you feel like you're just down and out and the world is melting, and depending on what happens with COVID, it may still be, but (laughs) there's always something to reach for. There's always something to be grateful for to shift that perspective. So... I'll go first. I'll allow it. William? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, this this is such low-hanging fruit, but it's true. I'm unbelievably impressed and grateful for Google. You know, if you have a smart device, why are you, why are you smiling so hard? What? Because <laughs> usually what Matt does, instead of just pulling out the smartphone from his own pocket, he'll say, Jenna, what's the answer to this? And usually my answer back is, where's your phone? And that's why I'm, that's why I'm glad. That's why I'm grateful for yes. it, because I can get my wife to look it up. Um, no, but I, I am, when you think about the technology behind that, when you can just go to Google and figure mm-hmm. out pretty much anything ever. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just incredible. And, you know, I, I don't think there's an excuse nowadays for not knowing how to do something. You know, like, if you don't know how to fix a sink... You got YouTube, which is the second largest uh, search engine. So I don't know. I, I'm just very grateful for that. Go ahead, Jenna. <laughs> um, I, today, I think, especially this morning, I was thinking about um, you know, Matt and I had opposite work schedules for about a year and a half. So we didn't have days off together. 
Yeah. And it's made me really grateful for the little things like just waking up slow on a Saturday or Sunday and just kind of hanging out for a bit and drinking coffee and eating breakfast and just chit-chatting, which is not something that we had for a long time. Yeah. Um, So I know it's simple and, and not really that groundbreaking but i'm i'm glad we have that time together now i think that that has to be intentional especially especially if you you know involve kids if you if you have kids or anything like that i think it's very important to be so intentional with that because we have plenty of excuses to be like oh we can't we got this going on so i think you're right i think you're right um so jared if you got anything hit us with it if not no biggie brother uh so the first one for me always is uh being alive because with all the death that's going on this week in general yeah we've had a lot of (laughs) i think we've had four people in a span of three days so are you um, talking about near you no no no, no. i'm talking about uh just in general i mean everyone's dying all the time but the ones that you know a lot of celebrities have died Mm -hmm. and of course people are dying with covid and other you know other things so definitely being alive today and then the next thing is just the fact that all this COVID has allowed me and a lot of other people to slow down especially because i'm a workhorse so i will work my i work my ass off yeah (laughs) until you know my eyes turn blue and then you know i just don't take a second to kind of take a step back so definitely just taking a step back okay yeah something for me as well coming with two come with two gratitude points i love it i love it <laughs> yeah i do this i do this every day oh perfect <laughs> so, yeah so before we hop on something that go just, ahead go ahead it, it just gets me going it, it definitely gets my day started so, so before the show i was like hey just so you know we do a gratitude point he's like, i got this i got this <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i am i'm really excited to have have jared on because um again I've, I've seen you in the comments. I've responded to you. And um, you actually recently just got done doing the 30-day the full body challenge uh, through Matlin Fitness, which was awesome because he, he did every single day, which you're in a small group that gets through every single day. And when we got when you got done with it, I wanted to have a phone call with you to sort of, you know, how'd you like it? What could I improve? What do you think was good? What do you think was bad? And you said something to me that I thought was really important. You said, you know, in the beginning, it was a little easy. Towards the end, like it was getting tougher. But that said something to me because I've had people come and do this 30-day challenge that they're like, this thing's hard as hell. And then other people, (laughs) you know, it's been a small few, but yourself saying that it's, you know, fairly easy in the beginning. So to me, that said, all right, because I knew you were active. I follow you on IG and I see you all the time, you know, posting stories and jumping rope, doing push-ups, all that. What looks to be like, is it on your front porch? Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, I I follow hard. I follow hard. Um, (laughs) But I thought that that was important to point out that the the 30-day challenge for you was not like, I need this as a kickstart. And I think um, a lot of people that have gone through it so far have used it as a kickstart. For you, it was just an additional piece. And I don't know. I thought that was very highlightable that you were like, yeah, it was... It was, it was okay, um, but it wasn't a kickstart for you. So I want to dive into why are you into fitness? What level of fitness are you into? Are you obsessed with it like myself? And, you know, I think I know some of these answers, but to give context to the audience, tell me this. How did you, why did you start into fitness? Was there a defining moment? Have you always been into it? What started it? So I was always, like, active as a kid because I played basketball a little bit when I was younger. 
And um, I really wasn't like into it that much. Like once music came in, um, I kind of went full fledged into there. So I, I it stopped. It kind of stopped once I started going into music. Like I was still active a little bit, and a lot of that was starting and stopping. And I think this time um, I I was in a really bad place. Mm. I was severely depressed, anxiety, um, going through some personal stuff in my life, and. Um, and then I actually had just broken up with, uh, in a really long relationship. So at that point I was just like, I need something. And then for the main thing, it was, I just didn't want to be back in, in an urgent care or <laughs> a hospital because, okay. Okay. um, I was going there pretty frequently, um, with all the stress and everything. I think I was going maybe two or three times a year. Really? Yeah. For like three years. So <laughs> it. It, it definitely got to a point where I was just like, I just don't want to step foot in another urgent care for me being sick or anything. I wanted to be because I'm asking questions more than that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I started working out um, and then it, it actually helped me cope with some other things afterwards because mm-hmm. a few months later I lost my job. I mm-hmm. wasn't working for like nine months after that. So uh if it wasn't for fitness, I don't know where I would be at this point. Okay. <laughs> Especially wow. with, you know, everything that's going on and everything that went on. I just, I had to go full fledged into something. So, okay. Okay. That was the first thing. So it was coping. It was coping. It sounds like that's, yes. that's fantastic. So, and that's exactly <laughs> why I wanted him on to talk about it. So, um, cause I could feel that I could feel that off of him. And I've felt that for a long time, to be honest with you. And I've always point blank been intrigued by what's kept, kept you going. So, um, and please, you know, you don't have to share anything you're not comfortable with, but I'm wondering why were you going to the ER as much? Do you think it was like, uh, stress and you said stress and was it stress induced? Um, yes, it, it, okay. it was, it was stress induced for, I mean, pretty much all the times it was stress induced and then um, because it it was just urgent care and then it got to a point where I was going there so much to the point that the doctor was telling me, you may want to change your job. Okay. 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 (laughs) So that was the main thing. And then um, I got the hiccups bad, really bad one time. What? So I was just like, after, yeah, it, hiccups can put you in the hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. But it's it's been rare that I've heard somebody being hospitalized for for it. Yeah, so that's, yeah. It, was, it was a pretty, it was scary. It was like a three day ordeal. Really? Had been, it was start and stop. And I would, and it was to the point I was choking. Like, God, like, I don't know if it was a choking spell or whatever. Like my body was just freaking out. So mm. that was, that was one of the eye opening days for me. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I got to do this. <laughs> Matt's ADD moment. Um, <laughs> there's a drug. Is it Thorazine? Isn't mm-hmm. the one for hiccups? There's a drug called Thorazine that you can give uh, via IV and it actually helps uh, stop that irritation of the diaphragm. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually what I got. Did they give that to you? Really? Okay. Hey, look at that. I think that, and it, yeah, it was... It was, I, I don't even know. I was just like, yeah. I want these hiccups to go away. That would suck. My body hurts. That would suck. <laughs> See? Yeah. That's, look at that. Look at that little nugget. That's not something that you hear every day, you know? Yeah. I wonder if that was, I wonder, do you think that part was stress-induced? Did they tell you that? 
Um, I mean, honestly, the doctor couldn't even explain it. I couldn't yeah. explain it. Yeah. So it, it was just something that really it was it was just like it, it just happened. Okay. Okay. I got you. <laughs> well, good. That so that sort of like lays the ground for groundwork for exactly what I wanted to to talk to you about, and that sort of like confirms my thoughts. First, let me. You want to get in here? You want to talk about something? You want to put a little something in there? No, I think you're talking enough for the both of us. Yeah, I know. That's what I do. <laughs> um, okay, so you definitely had like um, this turning point, which, yeah. you know, I've found for a lot of people that is the case. That's how it happened with me. Uh, I think for a lot of people that is it, uh, which is great. You know, you find your why. We talk about that a lot of what's your reason why. And, you know, your why talking about you don't want to be in another urgent care you don't want to be involved in the healthcare system that is something that's so near and dear to my heart not throwing any shade towards healthcare but utilizing fitness wellness it can keep you away from the healthcare system because let's be honest who wants to use the healthcare system if they don't have to right um so good on you for realizing that because i think it's a i think it's a very missed piece and it's uh near and dear to my heart yeah i think it's um a direct correlation between your mental health and your physical health, you know, you're, you were saying that your job was so stressful and that was your body saying like, Hey, 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 there's something wrong. Hey, you gotta, you gotta fix something. (laughs) Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you think that fitness wellness, I use those terms interchangeably. Do you feel like it was more mental or more physical 50, 50? Um, it was mental. It was it was really all mental. Because, really, um, you know, with me, I'm I'm an overthinker as well. So, like, I'll think myself in and out of situations. And um, once I got the mental part together, like it, it was just getting through a lot of the things that I was going on. And once I started doing it, those those old doors and the things that I was worried about started to close. And then, you know, obviously I was able to kind of just bask into all of this. Like the physical part really wasn't the main thing because I'm, I think I'm naturally a strong person, but um, it's just getting there. (laughs) That was the main thing. So, and it's interesting to hear you say that. So I think for a lot of people, and you've touched on this in the past, Jenna, that have you have you struggled to maintain that when i say maintain have you struggled to continue to go forward and as you said sort of move through have you struggled with that um yes as of recently yeah it's been a struggle because uh i wasn't in again with another job that was stressful Mm. um but this time i was in my weight loss journey so like a lot of the stuff that they were trying to do to me it really didn't affect me so um after all that drama and everything had ended getting me getting back into just being and not saying being healthy but i don't make the best choices all the time and i beat myself up over it okay. so that's that's really the main thing understood i think right it's a, now i understood i think it's i think it's natural and i think it's wrong <laughs> at yeah. the same time because i do the same thing I do the same thing, but I think it's important for you, the listener, if you're, if you're relating to what Jared is saying, which I know somebody is out there, um, that important piece of beating yourself up, realizing like, all right, look, 
you probably shouldn't have eaten that much. All right. You don't really need all that. Um, you know, checking yourself, don't be afraid to check yourself and be like, look, you know, you, you know, you're better than that. You need to make better decisions, but harping and beating yourself up and causing anxiety that does no good for you. Yeah. I think we tend to forgive other people much more easily than we forgive ourselves. Amen to that. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, that's what, and and I know I've said it several times before, but I try to think about, because I beat myself up over the stupidest things that if it, you know, I don't even think about like other people do that because I realize other people do that and it's not even a thing, you know, just everyone's human. So you do things that maybe you probably shouldn't or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's fine for everyone else. But for me, if I make a mistake, I can't forgive myself for it. And then that just puts <laughs> me in that tailspin. Um, and I think realizing that other people do the same thing has really helped me with forgiving myself because mm-hmm. I don't know why it just makes me feel or makes me realize that other people struggle with the same thing that, they have a hard time forgiving their own humanity. Yeah, it's true. It is. It's, it's very true. It's, it's like, um, it's holding on to the regret piece. Yeah. You know, when, when you're just constantly looking, when you're constant, Jesus, Matt, when you're constantly (laughs) looking back, you can't progress forward, Yep. you know? Um, so sticking with that, um, struggle piece, You've heard me run my mouth for a long time about my beliefs and all that. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying pick what I say for you, Jared, what has been, has there been one piece of fitness wellness that's been the biggest piece for you? Was it like the physical piece? Was it focusing on the mental piece? Was it nutrition? Like, has there ever been like an aha aha moment where you're like, that crap made me level up? Uh, repeat the question one more time. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> basically, no, that's a long drawn out question. That was a long drawn out question. Okay. <laughs> rain it in, Matt, rain it in. Basically, was there anything particular that was like an aha moment in your journey of becoming healthier, becoming more fit, where you were like, that right there was a, a good decision, and I'm glad I continue to do that. So for me, really learning the science behind just a caloric deficit and new, proper nutrition, that changed my physical piece and my mental piece. And that's probably one of the most important things I've found. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. Yes, that does make sense. Um, for me, I think, because I was fasting at one point. Okay. Beforehand, I was fasting for about a year. So um, that really helped because it kind of gave me the mental thing of I don't need to eat that often. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'll, I'll get into, I'll get into eating tangents if, if I, if I allow myself to get there. Mm-hmm. But, um, when I started fasting, um, I think mentally it just made me stronger. And that was one of those aha moments. That, okay. Okay. This can, this can work. Yep. Yep. I, I've said it a billion times that, you know, there's a bunch of science to fasting, but for me, I've always noticed such a big difference in my mental game and it's sort of keeping me clear and on point. Um, it's so much more mental for me than anything that fasting. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I relate to that wholeheartedly. And also, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Meal prepping as well. Meal yes. prepping yes. is my main thing because if it wasn't for meal prep, and I'd probably be like 400 pounds. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, so why why the meal prepping piece, though? 
Um, in the beginning, when I first started, um, I just wanted to eat better. Like I didn't want to eat out all that stuff because I would eat out pretty frequently. So um, I just started meal prepping. I just I would make food or make something a little bit different than what I normally eat. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was your videos is what helped me meal prep for real. Fantastic. I started using the broiler. Okay. That, which blew my mind. <laughs> it made things a lot faster. That's yeah. great. Oh, Instead man. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that was the main thing was the meal prepping. Because once I, once I started meal prepping, I still do it, even though I don't, I'm not working or anything. Yeah. Like, I'll still manage to get my meal prepping because it's just, it's, it's that important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, what's the old saying? If you, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Mm-hmm. And um, so let me ask you this, because a lot of people with meal prepping, like I've seen it in the comments a lot, like, how do you meal prep? It seems like a, a very <laughs> overwhelming thing. How do you, why do you, is there anything that you can put your finger on on why you continue to meal prep? Because some people are like, all right, I'm a meal prep. I'm going to do it. I'm going to cook for a week. And they do it one time. Like I did it. And then when the second week comes around, they're like, mm, I'm going to head out. <laughs> Um, I think I, I keep it simple. Like I like, I like what I like. Um, so as long, as long as I do that, I mean, I'll, I'll venture out sometimes, but I like what I like. And then, uh, see another thing. Sorry. It's a little silence. No, no you're good. You got, a, <laughs> you got, a, you got a lot of things. You're good. I'm glad. Yeah. But, um, I think, I just forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. I think you were, you were going to make another point of um, yeah, you know, those was, sort of aha moments. It. It's all good. If it comes back, interrupt me. Do it. Seriously. Well, and I think that just to kind of tack on to there, um, you know, there's no really right or wrong way to meal prep. Yep. You know, I think we're pretty similar to you, Jared, as far as like we like what we like. We're, we're pretty simple with our meal prepping. We're not like cooking and preparing and sauteing and, mm-hmm. and all that. It's, it's really just simple stuff, you know, putting the ing- ingredients in the uh, Tupperware and calling it a day. Um, and I've heard, you know, some people say, oh, I couldn't eat the same stuff all the time. But that's just is what we do. Yeah. Like there's so much variety that you can choose if that's what you need to keep yourself meal prepping. We're just simple. We like the same thing. Yep. And it's just easiest for us. I think it's so for when I, when I speak to clients initially and, you know, introduce to them, maybe meal prepping would be beneficial to them. It seems overwhelming with the, all the, all the other things that they're trying to adopt. But I just, I I always start with this. First of all, figure out what you like to eat, figure out what you like to eat. And then just prepare for like one day, like just prepare for tomorrow. And then once you've done that, prepare for three days. If you can string it to five, string it to seven. It doesn't have to be, you know, an eight-hour cook where you're cooking for a month, you know, cooking for a full-blown month. Um, so, again, I, I think that it's it's very overblown and mm-hmm. overthought. And in the beginning, I did the same thing. In the beginning, I did the same thing. Um, but I realized when you're trying to make six different types of flavored chicken, it's going to be <laughs> tough. It's going to be tough to keep that up. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. You know, so, and I think to really continue having that variety just just plan ahead saying next week all right this week i did this so next week i'm gonna cook this and then um for us i know it's been monumental is including snacks 
mm-hmm. that breaks up the monotony. Yep. Yeah. Snacking smartly. Yeah. And I think smartly. people, no. I think that's right. Nope. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll say it is. Uh, the people that say, I don't know how you have the time to cook all of these meals. I don't have the time for that. But I think our live meal preps have really proven that it's not that no. much more time. And if you think about, okay, and this is my the laziness factor coming out and my reasoning of why I still meal prep is one, if you're going to dirty that pan to cook one meal, you're going to have to clean it, you know, seven days to cook you know, every day when yep. you can just put more stuff in it and fill it up and just clean it once and then you're good. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, that's just a motivating <laughs> laziness factor for me to keep meal prepping because it's, it, it does take a little bit more time and a block, but then you're good the rest of the week. Yeah. You do the math and you're actually saving time. And when it comes yeah. to money, I know we're going off, off a real hell of a ta- tangent here, meal prepping, but, um, when it comes to money, I mean, I, I said it in, I think it was 2014, 2015, we spent about $14,000 in, Jesus, Matt, you just mixed up the numbers. In 2014, we spent about $14,000 on food, going out to eat and all that crap. And then the following year, 2015, um, we started meal prepping and we spent about seven grand. Mm-hmm. So literally cut the budget in half because yeah. of meal prepping. And I did that through nursing school when I was broke as hell. So for any <laughs> for anyone out there that says they don't have the time, you're actually saving time. And for anybody that says they don't have the money, because that's always such a common thing, healthy food's so expensive, bruh, you ain't doing it right. You ain't doing <laughs> it right. Sort of, but yeah, it's, so it's not that expensive. It's not. And it's so going into like the food piece, like sure, it can be expensive. If you, yeah. if you go buy, you know, organic blah, 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 flambéed. I knew you were going to say that word. I knew you were going to say it. I was going to say it. It's it's been picked by, you know, a baby's angel, you know, in Guatemala. Yeah, yeah, sure. But there's ways to do it that can be much less expensive with so much value. Yeah, you can overcomplicate anything and you can, you know, simplify anything. It's really just how you choose to do it. Yeah. And I definitely overcomplicated it in the beginning. Like it was, it was hard. Yep. It yep. was hard, but I started watching, I think, like I said, watching you and um, re- mainly you, because you're the one that really implemented a lot of the meal prep and the lives and everything. So I was able to see what you guys are making. That's and cool. actually I, that's why I started eating the uh, beef. Oh, the awesome. Beef and the, uh, I'm not going to say the sauce cause I'm going to mess it up too. Oh, the, the wish, the wish, 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 shower. No, now, Jared, now you got to try. Now you put yourself on the spot. You got to try. <laughs> yeah, that's, you nailed it. You nailed it. There's probably going to be somebody in the comments. Actually, it's wish It's not the way right. you, somebody's going to say something, but, um, yeah. So shifting gears a little bit, and this one's kind of putting you on the spot. And I, I didn't tell you, I was going to ask you this one. There's no right or wrong answer. I think it's individualistic, but what is your definition of happiness? I can say my definition is being in the present, being happy in the present so that you can start building for your future. Cause I've definitely lived in the past many a times okay. still sometimes to this point, but it's, it's reminding myself that one really once I started thinking of you're alive today, actually got out of bed this morning and that honestly gives me a smile so 
also it's being thankful for just the smallest things that present yeah yeah yeah, like the pre- the present is a present. I've heard yeah. that before, and uh, I know, I know you're rolling your eyes right now, Jenna. Um, but it's you know it is true, and that's uh, I think it's tough for a lot of people to do that. And I myself at times I'm like I forget that I forget that you know if you don't stop and smell the roses moment, um, yes. it's so true. Yeah, and I think you, you there's two groups of people I think that have an issue with um, living in the present. And me, I'm in one group where I really live in the past. Matt's in the other group that tends to focus on the future and not on the present. Yeah. In either one of those groups, it, it's hard to focus on the present. It's a balance. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. All right. So tell me this. Has there been one thing in fitness wellness that's been more difficult than any other thing for you? Um, really, it's, as Josh Kirsch would say, it's the man in the mirror. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. me because... Some Like I was saying before, um, sometimes I don't feel like I'm worth it. Like, can I really have that body? Can I really get down to this waiter? Sometimes it's just like, I, I don't, I don't want to do it yeah. mentally. So that that's really the biggest thing is fighting against myself. Some, you know, and some of the decisions that I make, trying not to harp on it and beat myself up even further yeah mm-hmm. so that, that that's really the main thing because i'm the one person that can stop myself from doing anything so yeah self-judgment is um yes. self-judgment is so prevalent and i think that not to point a finger or play the victim or whatever because i feel it's ultimately our responsibility you know i'm i'm pointing the finger at myself here i'm not pointing the finger at you jared um we live in a society though that is very i don't know we we breed the opportunity to judge ourselves nonstop mm-hmm. based on what others think mm-hmm. which is just so damn wrong um you know i think listening to yourself is so much more important than listening to what somebody else has to say mm-hmm. yes i feel like it's usually the people that are judging you that also don't have what you're striving for because the people that have achieved that are not the ones judging you. They're, they tend to be the ones trying to encourage you and coach you. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it is a, so important to realize who you're giving worth to the judges, you know, what judges you're giving worth to, because usually they're not even in the same realm as yeah. you are as far as trying to accomplish goals. I have, um, it's funny that you say that, uh, and this is, this is along the lines of that self-judgment piece, but, um, I've actually lately been intentionally trying to separate myself from all of the influence that I have around me, you know, so, uh, listening to certain people or people that you would think would be quote unquote gurus and Gary V had something not too long ago. And he said, how many damn books do you need to, to read before you go and do? And what I felt from that was you can only read so damn much before you have to start doing or making your own decisions. And I think that if you lean, and I've said this before, you should, you should surround yourself with this positive things. Like I think it's good, but don't put too much stock into these quote unquote gurus or people that Mm -hmm. are doing exactly what you want to do because their journey is not your journey. Yeah. You know, I think they can give you that advice piece, but you have to be able to forge your own path. Mm-hmm. 
Well, an experience can be just as good, if not better. Of a I think teacher. better. I think better, yeah. without a doubt. Um, anyway, so that was along the same lines as judgment. Uh, I got a little bit in the weeds there, but it's true. Jenna, easy. But <laughs> uh, but it's true that, you know, listening to yourself and figuring out what should Jared do? You know, what should Matt do? Talking to ourselves, that's more important than whatever homeboy is going to say in a book. Mm-hmm. You know? Homeboy. You got to let the homeboy part go. <laughs> Well, and another, I'm sorry. No, I'm go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> another thing for me is uh, I don't like to make mistakes. Uh, when I, I guess all growing up, uh, a lot of people made me feel very, very bad mm. about my mistakes, like to the point that they don't feel like I'm, I'm a good person because I make mistakes. So I, I will do everything in my will to make sure that I don't make a mistake to point of perfection mm. i am a perfectionist so that that piece is i think that's one of the hardest things for me is just just that that component of perfection and not wanting to make a mistake i know you have something to say to this um but so <laughs> jenna that is um but jared so and you don't have to say who it was but were the people that sort of made you feel this way or sort of pushed you into that way of thinking were they very very close to you yeah, of course. Yeah, and it 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 <laughs> yeah. it it nine times out of the ten, that's where it starts. It's the yeah. closest people around you that have good intentions, uh, but so the, and that makes it even tougher to cope with. Go ahead, Jenna. Go ahead. No, oh, I was gonna go off on a, a different subject. So. Oh, well, take it away. Uh, well, I I just wanted to explore. You mentioned at the beginning that you are into music. Yeah, I, I did want to touch on that. Mm-hmm. Are you a musician? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So I am a violinist. I actually have my bachelor's wow. in violin performance. What? So, yeah. I, I, and uh, I've been playing for 20 years. Holy wow. crap. I lost track at this point. Yeah. It's, it's gotten to the point I've lost track. I don't know anymore. She- it's been 80, 80 years, 109 <laughs> All right, so so we talked a little bit before the show about you know what you know what your interests were, just so we could get to know some of the pieces about you. But good lord, twenty years. So now I want to be like, all right, so where can I go to hear some of this? Like, do you have you have? Uh, I have a violin Instagram. That what? I, made. I gotta revamp it. Yeah, I, I made it last year when I was going through the journey because I wasn't playing for a while. Like after I graduated in two thousand fourteen. I was burnt out. Uh-huh. I think that's what I can call it is being burnt out. And I didn't play like any time I would take out my instrument. It was kind of like a, a bad, just, mm. just a bad energy, mm. even though it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So um, I gave it a break. And then when I was going through my journey, I'm like, man, I could really start playing again because I got a lot more time on my hands and I ain't really doing much. So I started playing. Then I thought of the idea of making an Instagram. So I was just, because uh, I, I started doing this little challenge thing where I had to record myself. Ooh. So um, <laughs> yes. that was that was fun. But um, but yeah, I, I do have a violin Instagram. So you know, you know me, I'm about to go all in on this. So <laughs> why? So what's, what's the idea behind the, the violin? documenting that piece of, of, you know, having an IG? Is it just, I need this for fun. I need this for therapy. I need this for me. Or are you, are you trying to do something with that? Or what are you trying to do? Um, 
I, I guess I'm still at a crossroads with it. Okay. Um, in the beginning, it was for me to just kind of get myself back out there because I, I wasn't playing and I was having a lot of anxiety about recording myself and playing because my technique and everything. Because really? I think about those things like if my technique is not right, mm-hmm. if the notes don't sound right, if, if, if just in general, it sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. So it pushed me to a point where I was okay with it because I'm like, it, it's for a good purpose. And it's obviously me documenting that, hey, I'm I'm here okay. and I want to get to this point. So So what's that point? Do you, um, do you know yet? I would love to go back to school eventually, but with the whole COVID thing going mm. on and money. Sure. Um, that's kinda still in the works. But um that I think I wanna go I, I would like to go back to school and get my degree. And I've been dabbling into teaching because I've been teaching privately. Really? I don't know if I want to go into schools yet. So, okay. I'm okay. Not 100% and that, sure. th- and that was going to be my next question. So going back to school to get uh, higher education for violining, violining, that is mm-hmm. not, is that, that's not the correct term. That <laughs> no, is not the fine. correct term. <laughs> <laughs> What's the correct term? Cause now I feel like an idiot. It does. It doesn't matter. It does. Honest. It matters to me. <laughs> to <laughs> me, it, it it, it it's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna it's call so it violining fine. like a moron. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, see that and that 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 really does that piques my interest because, like, that's something that first of all, the violin is dope. You don't. I feel like you don't hear about a lot of like violining. Um. <laughs> It is. It's cool. You hear about the guitar often. You hear about drums, but the, like the violin, that's fairly unique, at least in yeah. my world, you know? Yeah. Um, in my world, too. Is it? Okay. So, yeah. And yeah. You know, being an outsider I, was the, I was the only musician in my family mm. at that mm. time up until this point. Okay. But, um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, good on you. Yeah. I, I've always loved music. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the genius in me when, uh, you know, I think it was like fourth grade where like the instrument people came in and you could start playing in fifth grade and band. And uh, me being the very unique child that I was, was like, oh, I want to play the French horn. That looks easy. And I was horrible <laughs> at it. <laughs> so horrible. <laughs> and I tried for so many years and my mom spent so much money on lessons and I was still horrible. Um, but I, I chose that instrument because it was so beautiful when and people made it look so easy. You know, the professionals, yeah, but it, yes. is, it was not easy. So good it's on you for, for staying with a very difficult instrument. Um, well, and again, like, I, because I'm, when it comes to like actual instruments, obviously I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but, um, the French horn versus the violin, I feel like you could rock out the violin on, on the street corner much easier than the French horn. No. Yeah. Cause the French horn is not very it's like, not let's like jam. A, well, and it's not like a, a solo. It's not. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, it's a part of the team. It's not like its own. I'm going to be over here. And the, like, you know, like the, I think of the New York street drummers and stuff like that. Like, you know, I don't think you'd be banging out the French horn. Maybe I'm wrong. No. And it was hard to be in marching band. <laughs> I wish there was a footage of this, Jenna. <laughs> well, so I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I hope that, first of all, I hope that 
violining is if it's if it's good for you Jared, if it's good for you in whatever fashion that may be, whether that's going back and teaching, whether that's starting an Instagram page and sharing, whether it's whatever you're going to use it for, I hope that you do. Like, I, again, I don't know if in the in the recesses of your mind, if you have any sort of piece of views, like I want to do it as a profession or for a living, like whatever it is, I hope that you continue to go towards it. I love hearing you say that you you started documenting it Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing the reason you were starting to document it is because it made you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God. Definitely. Because yeah. I don't even like, I, I won't even listen to myself play. If I, really? if I record something, I'll just put it on there and go on about my business because I I can never hear myself play. Interesting. It, it, I, I will nitpick until pretty much the cats go home. So. What's that perfectionist in you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenna knows nothing about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you want, if you want, I, you know, I want to, but if you want, I'd love to plug that in the description below. If not, it's all good. If the links are there, guys, you'll be able to click them. If they're not, he said, no, go <laughs> moving on. Um, you got anything? No, I just, I think it's interesting for me. Um, listening to music um, as, as just as much of a mind cleanse as working out or fitness, it's just a different type of yeah. mind cleanse. I think it stops that anxiety with me. That's something that I struggle with. Um, do you, is that something that you agree with Jared or is kind of something similar as far as that mind reset for you, music and fitness? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, any, if anybody that knows me or really know me, if I, I can be, have the worst day in the world, start playing and maybe for like 30 minutes and I'm, I'm a totally different person. Mm, really? So that, that, and then the fitness point, obviously, because mm. of, you know, if you can d- just do one deadlift of 300 pounds, yeah. you'll, you'll definitely feel different. There's something there, Jared. There's something mm-hmm. there. I, I, I urge you to go towards it. Uh, this is me telling you what you're supposed to do with your life. So, um, <laughs> no, I, no, I, you're not the only one. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm always told that I should do well, and I say you should do it. Do it only if it's going to bring you what it should. Only if it's going to bring bring right. you good. That's why I mean that. If you wanted to plug your socials here, because again, I want to I want to push you. I want to push that violin thing. Um, <laughs> let them know where they can find you. Um, so my regular Instagram is, uh, J Instapix 14 and my violent Instagram. It is my name, Jared, J A R R E D C O O K violin. Okay. And again, everybody that's going to be in the description below, go check this guy out. All right. What do you think? You got anything else? You got the wrap up? What do you think? No, I think we pretty well covered. I mean, this brings to light, you know, it's not just, one thing that you can do to move towards that goal to work on your happiness your long-term happiness yeah you know it's a it's a whole realm of things and for everybody it can be different um so whether it's meal prepping whether it's fitness whether it's really um you know remembering your passion for music um you know working on all those things you're a whole person you can't just look at one specific thing and say this is what's going to change everything for me it's it's the whole thing you gotta look at yourself as a whole person i think that's been kind of the running theme of this yep 
conversation. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, before we uh, before we wrap it up, Jared, you got anything else you want to say to the people listening? Um, well, first of all, I want to thank you, Matt and Jenna, for allowing me to be on here today. It was definitely a dream come true because I always imagine being on a podcast. So the fact that it actually was able to happen, I'm, I'm truly thankful. Hell yeah, man. And for everybody else, uh, only thing I can say is just continue fighting. That's all you, as long as you continue fighting for what you want, you're always going to get what you, you're always going to get what you deserve at the end. Hey, my guy, what a great ending. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's, um, again, low key. I've been, I've been following you back for quite some time and you've always just had this spirit about you that, um, I don't know, you've had this calm spirit about you that you've always put off. And I've always felt even when it's through text, I, I somehow can feel it from you. So I, I, we're honored that you wanted to come on. Thank you so much. I, you know, I, I honestly didn't know if you would say yes or no. So thank you. I appreciate it. Cause obviously this is very transparent. We sort of dug into your life and possibly made you feel uncomfortable. So we did our job, <laughs> uh, but yeah, seriously, I, I can't thank you enough. It was a blast. I guess that's going to be it, right? I think so. All right. You got anything you need to say? Uh, no. Come on, Jenna. Look, for those of, oh, no, this isn't going to be a video podcast. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, by the, so yeah, by the way, now that it's the, if you want to watch this podcast, we have a we have a YouTube channel called DBTYE Podcast. Check it out in the description below. There's always a video version of our podcast. Go ahead. Matt actually wrote on my list of things that I usually write down that I need to talk about the Patreon. Got to get you in plug-in stuff. Which makes me uncomfortable because I'm not <laughs> good with the whole fluff stuff. So if you want to support us, check us out on Patreon. And I'm sure the link is in the description below. We got to work on that, but good good job. We're getting better. That's correct. Jared, thanks for being here, man. We truly appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Absolutely. Guys, we'll talk to you all next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. My guy.